today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Paying attention to the price of lumber lately? We've all heard the stories about how the COVID-19 pandemic uh, has dramatically escalated the price. Well, now there is a new factor that is at play, and that is wildfires. Yeah, the price of lumber rising at its fastest pace in more than a year last Thursday after timber companies warned that wildfires in western Canada are hurting their business. There's more than 200 wildfires burning in B.C. alone. Liz Kovach is the president of the Western Retail Lumber Association and joins us now. Liz, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm not too bad. Um, uh, if I was building a fence or, or a backyard deck, I might be otherwise. Uh, the price of lumber has really been nuts over the last year and a bit. Yes, it has. And we were starting to see the market sort of recover uh, or come down a little bit as as people were getting vaccinated and as, as folks are getting back to sort of normal lives. We've noticed that the demand for some product uh, has gone down a little bit, so there has been some more availability and the pricing was starting to come down. But you know, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, last time I was on the show, I even mentioned when people were asking for predictions with the dry season that we've had, that would be an area of concern because if there are any wildfires that impact the areas for logging, that's going to create some issues and we're starting to see that now. So initially, the price spike was pandemic-related. Obviously, a lot of the yes. sawmills were shut down, forced to shut down because of the pandemic. Yes. Has this added to that issue, or is that issue now subsided? Uh, well, the th- that was starting to change a little bit. The housing market, though, was still really high. Mm-hmm. There's, there's still a high demand for housing, and there's been lots of the mortgage uh, applications over the course of this pandemic have increased significantly. One of our contacts with RBC had let us know that on a typical, on a weekly basis in normal times, they would rate about 3,200 mortgages uh, per week, but now that's up to, eight, it was up at 8,000. So there's definitely been a higher demand. You've got lower interest rates. You've got a demographic of millennials who are now also purchasing homes and folks are looking to move. And, and even uh, when reading some of the reports, even the U.S. talks about the, the not having enough uh, housing as well. So there certainly has been a boom um, through that. And with people who are not traveling, they've decided to invest money. So that certainly was was driving um, the pricing in terms of, of demand and, and product. Uh, so, of course, the availability went down. You're trying to get caught up, and now we're in a situation where we've had so many supply chain disruptions, and now we're back to another disruption that's not going to help. Now, we've had wildfires before, certainly in B.C., yes. the major player in terms of uh, timber and lumber. Mm-hmm. Um, has, has this been worse than in past years? I think I've read that this is a historic uh, wildfire season. So, again, it's, you know, I don't mean to laugh, but we were talking about the perfect storm of issues, and it feels like just as we're starting to get back up, there's one more thing that knocks us back down. So, uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a concern because it's a dry season. There's no, they're not expecting to see a lot of precipitation. Uh, I even read that they have brought in some folks from Mexico who are highly trained firefighters to try and help and contain it as well. Is there some light at the end of the tunnel? I mean, once these fires are put out, is there a recovery period in terms of restocking the shelves, so to speak? Well, there will be because there's a lot of material that's prepared and ready to go right now, but because the rail lines are not able to operate at full capacity and were shut down to some extent, there's now backlogs at the Port of BC. So 
all types of products that need to get on off ships onto trains and now is backlogged and we rely heavily on rail to transport lumber because of the volume that it can transport. So there is going to be some recovery time. It's tough to say um, where things, what's going to happen on a day-to-day basis. Uh, you know, w- one of the things that really can impact it is weather and wind and hopefully uh, Mother Nature will be, <laughs> will work with the industry to make sure that we can, um, you know, try and quell it as quickly as possible. Liz Kovac is the president of the Western Retail Lumber Association. Joining us here on the Bill Kelly Show, 980 CFPL London, 900 CHML Hamilton. Rick in for Bill. You mentioned weather. Obviously, wildfires is, is kind of a part of that, whether it's lightning strikes or, or man-made. Uh, right. you, you can't control the weather, which makes this field really volatile, doesn't it? It does, and I don't think the last time that we saw an impact from fires was back in 2018. That's the last time that we did see a spike in, in lumber pricing. Obviously, if the fires are, are impacting those areas where logs are being harvested, that's an issue, and when you have, these are dangerous conditions, and it's a, when, when it's dangerous like this, you can't actually harvest logs, uh, and obviously staff, staff teams have to be pulled out of the field. So that will then also result in a natural curtailment because you just don't even have the material to process. Obviously, there's a huge impact domestically. Is there an international impact to this? Yes. Well, Canada is a huge, exports a lot of lumber. Uh, and uh, Canada is an export economy. Obviously, the U.S. relies heavily on, on some of our products as well because they simply cannot supply enough material from their own uh, production. So this will have an impact internationally uh, to some extent because we do export some lumber. So the million-dollar question is, when will the price come back down? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, I was afraid to predict this. I think everyone was afraid to predict this before. I certainly don't think anyone wants to jinx it, it, but it certainly uh, depends on how long this lasts and how how large the impact of this fire will of these fires will be it's something that we will follow closely with all of our producers and uh, we can report back obviously if you need some further information so right now i think it's tough to predict anything this through this entire pandemic situation we've been in it's been very difficult to predict where things are going to go if we were not in pandemic mode how drastic would the price increase would have been uh, well, back in 2019, I think the price has doubled, if I remember correctly. Sorry, 2018, the last time that there were forest fires. I would suspect that it could be similar to that, but it really depends on the location and the magnitude of the fire itself. Well, wow. So if someone has that backyard project that they want to do, they should wait at least a few more months. Well, you know, waiting a few more months might not necessarily work out in their favor. So it's kind of tough to say uh, if there's if the material is truly impacted and it takes a long time for the industry to recover. Uh, that happens also with the pricing as well. So because we're not an instantaneous market, meaning product is usually ordered months in advance, and it, usually the impacts of the pricing kind of hit quarterly on the actual retail side. So it does take a little bit of time to fluctuate. Interesting stuff. Liz, really appreciate the time today. Thanks a lot. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Liz Kovac is the president of the Western Retail Lumber Association, giving us the details on yet another lumber price spike. It jumped more than 10% last Thursday. It triggered uh, circuit breakers designed to halt trading of lumber. Late in the day on Thursday, a contract for 1,000 board feet of lumber was going for $647 U.S., you might say, okay, is that high? Well, yeah, it was up more than $60 from the previous day's close. So those circuit breakers came into effect and, uh, well, trading basically halted.
Uh, Canfor, one of the big producers out west, uh, based in Vancouver, said it's going to produce about 115 million fewer board feet of product this quarter because of the wildfires. And the wildfires aren't just damaging, you know, trees and timber and lumber. It's damaging the rail network, which, as you heard from Liz, uh, plays a crucial role in transporting uh, this product from coast to coast and obviously beyond. CN lost the use of at least one rail bridge on its line into Vancouver, and CP is also facing some similar bottlenecks. So you talk about a perfect storm. You have the pandemic, which shuts down the sawmills, as we uh, saw and heard last year. That boosts the price of lumber because once we you know, get out of lockdowns and those restrictions and people stuck at home, you know, they're looking around thinking, ah, you know what, let's renovate the place. We can't go away on a trip. We can't go, you know, to the U.S. to vacation. For, for the most part, many people did not or, or could not. So let's reno the house. Let's put up that fence. Let's knock down some walls and redo things. We need some lumber. Oh, my gosh, look at the price tag. The supply demand was tremendously out of whack. And as Liz mentioned, you know, that price had been coming, you know, inching downwards because the supply was catching up to the demand. The demand was increasing as people were completing their home renos or had put them off. The supply had increased because the sawmills were, you know, back up and running. Now the wildfires hit and here we go again. The supply issue is being hampered because they can't get them to market. And so the price is up once again. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.